Watch up to the unusual thoughts podcast. You ocean views, small circle, it's the chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Ocean views, small circle, it's the chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Blessings, bitches in my section. Y'all put all this money, I'm obsessive. Weapons, turning off your extras. Turning off this bullshit direction. Turning up my grind, waking up to more pressure. But it's all in your mind, so I never feel pressure. You it's all in good time. Now I'm stacking like Tetris. Hustle hard is my message, then double back and get extras. All black tan, two white cups, fat gold chains, bright Texas. I'm just young and I'm reckless. I'm just on for my section. I'm just out on top speed with my top down and I'm revving. I don't know about hell. I don't know about heaven. All I know is about right now and this lifestyle is interesting. Ice down in my session. I just write down his confessions. Niggas died and got life around me. I guess that I'm an exception. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. Ocean views, small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through. I bought a pound and we rode the fuel. I talk shit, but she know it's true. I'm in these streets with my Cuban on. Focused, I ain't using phones lately. I've been using songs to get my point across. My niggas around me lose it all. But that's your point of toss. I guess I always knew the ball. But that's just where we lost some credit because I do my job. Look, from fucking hood rats to fucking stars. Spending all cash to sliding cars. It's the definition of living large. Smoking top flight in the biggest cars. Told you, won't hate this shit with SARS. Getting this cake, yeah, nigga, then get more. Look at this world, young nigga, this is really yours. Nigga, this is really mine. My niggas is really for it. Them buildings is really high. Them cars is really for it. And all I see is ocean views. Small circle, it's a chosen few. I wrote it down and I followed through.
Yeah, 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 yeah. It's only right that I open up this week with uh, with a song by the late great Nipsey Hussle, man. Um, there's honestly no other way for me to open up this week's show, man. And first and foremost, I have to say, man, rest in power to Nipsey Hussle, man. Um, there was some tough news this week, man, on, on uh, the 31st. There was some there was some tough news to get, man. So this week, man, been a hell of a week. Um, it's 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 really been a hell of a week, man. I don't know how to feel. Um because April first, uh, which was Monday, that was my birthday. And um I gotta thank God for allowing me to see um the, the, the ripe age of thirty three, man, the same age Nipsey was when he died, so it, it 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 wasn't a normal birthday for me. It wasn't a normal birthday at all. Um, because as we all know, man, the day before, March 31st, 2019, we lost a powerful man. We lost a powerful, powerful, powerful man. And I have to be honest, uh, it hurt. It hurt a, a lot, man. Like it 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 really hurt to um to lose that man in in in, in that way. So it was a tremendous loss to a lot of people. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was honestly, truthfully, one of a kind. He, he, <laughs> he was one of a kind, man, and um, he lost his life to some senseless nonsense. That's all. That's the only way that I can chop it up, just some senseless nonsense. That man was a, was a father, a son, a brother, a, a husband, um, a rapper, entrepreneur, a leader of men, um, a man of honor, an inspirer, a man of action, a thinker, a provider, a man of his community, a man of the people. Uh, man, he was all of those things from the outside looking in. <laughs> he was all of those things from the outside looking in, man, and probably a lot more um, because I didn't know him personally. And... But from from my point of view, man, all he wanted was the empowerment of his people, the people that look like him. He wanted better for us. He wanted better for his community. He wanted better for... He just wanted better, man. And, and he seemed to have a clear-cut vision and a plan for himself and the people around him on how to get those things done. He had a plan to get whatever we talk about we want to do. Heard somebody say it best. Um, I can't remember who it was, man. They talked about um, all the things that Pac said he wanted to do. Man, Nipsey actually was doing those things. Nipsey was actually doing all the things that, that, that Pac wanted to do, man. He was actually doing those things, so... Man, it was a tremendous loss, man. Um, man, speaking for myself personally, man, Nipsey inspired me in ways that that I find it honestly hard to put into words. Um, but I'm gonna try today. I find it hard, but I'm, I'm gonna try to do that. So for me personally, I was not a day one fan of of this man, and I feel like I I, I caught on late. I did. I caught on late to him. 
Um, but it was well before his before his untimely death. But I caught on late. People like Casey and Marcus and um, Big Chris, a couple other people like, bro, you gotta check out Nipsey Hussle. Like, dude, hard man, what he talking about? Man, you gotta check him out. And I would always say to myself, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get around to checking him out. I'm gonna get around to it. And I and I had every intention to. Like, I can't lie and say like, man, I was just blowing them off because it had got to a point where where they were telling me so often. I was like. Okay, I'm gonna go check them out for real. So, um, the the year that the Titans played the Patriots in the playoffs, um, they played them in the playoffs. Man, that game, man, I I remember it like it was yesterday. I went to Big Chris' house and I said, "Man, I'm gonna watch the game with Big Chris and um all his friends, um, Fly and and uh, some more people were there. Um, she was a house full of people." <laughs> House full of people there, so um, I was just like, like when I watch football, I don't care to to really hear the sound. I, I just don't. I don't care to hear the sound. So for me, I was like, even though it was a house full of people, I man, I grabbed me a pair of headphones and <laughs> and I said, man, I'm gonna go listen to Nipsey. I said, everybody been telling me to listen to him. I said, that's what I'm gonna do during this football game. So I. I put my headphones on. <laughs> uh, put on my headphones and, and I went to YouTube. I put my headphones on when I went to YouTube and I just typed in his name. And the first thing it was like I said, it was a few months before his uh before his uh album was set to come out. So I put in put in Nipsey Hustle and the first video that popped up was Rap Niggas. That was his latest video, so I clicked it. First time I had never, I had saw pictures on, but I hadn't really listened. I had heard a few songs here and there from KC and, you know what I'm saying, but I had never listened to them. So, first song I, the first video was Rap Niggas. And that damn video came on and I was like, jeez. <laughs> I was like, okay. Okay, I said, okay, I, I liked it. I was like, I I, 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 I loved that song, man. It was, it was, it was. I love that video and the song. The song and the video was good. So I was like, okay. But if you know me, I'm not a man. I'm not a man of singles. I don't really care for people to have singles because the single's supposed to be good. If you can't get a single that's good, I know for damn sure your album not going to be good. So I was like, okay. like the song, but let me hear more. So next thing you know, man, I... So, I, the next thing you know, man, I, the, I done spent the next six hours going on. I done spent the next six hours in a wormhole of Nipsey Hustle. Like, I'm on YouTube for six hours straight. Just down this wormhole looking at different videos and different interviews and different random videos of him just talking. And I was honestly blown away. I was like, jeez, like this dude here different. Like, like I'm listening to the music and I'm hearing what he's saying, but then I'm listening to the video, to the interviews and I'm like, man, he feel different. Like, he feel different to me when I hear him talk. So, I'm listening to him talk, man, and 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 I've said something similar to this before about Kevin Gates. Like, Kevin Gates, 
heard his music, it was good, but then I listened to his interviews, and that what made me a fan. So it was kind of like the same thing with Nipsey Hussle. It was like, I loved the music, but then I was listening to him, and I'm like, okay, I'm a fan. But then with Nipsey, it it, it, it was, the, the music was incredible, and I was just in my own vibe, but I, I, when I was clicking on the different interviews, and videos I'm talking, I left those videos saying, like I said, I just said he felt different. So later that night, um, so later that night, man, after the game had settled down and I'm off YouTube, I was like, man, let me, like people, he ain't got no album out yet, but I know his album coming out, but it ain't out. So let me, I'm going to listen to a body of his music. Just let me listen to a body. So. I went to Spinrilla. I went to Spinrilla and um, I got the app on my phone. I put the app on my phone and went straight to his page and I downloaded the first one. I saw all the list of mistapes that he had and I was just like, I don't know which one I'm going to start with. Fuck it, I'm going to start with Slauson Boy 2. I don't know why I chose Slauson Boy 2, but that's the one I chose. Damn it, so I chose it and I downloaded it and... The first song that's on Slauson Boy 2 was Ocean Views. The song that I just opened up with, like, that was the that was the song that I was like, oh, sh-. like, Ocean Views is probably one of my favorite songs, man. Like, this song, that, that second verse when it comes in with those horns, whoo, man, it, it's, it, it's powerful to me. So, let's think, you know, man, I listened to that mixtape, and I was like, okay, now this dude... I said, this dude, I, was like, I like him. That's all I kept saying. I like, okay, I like him. This is what I'm going to be on for a little while. So, this thing, you know, I had downloaded three, four of his mistapes, the marathon, um, Bullets Ain't Got No Name, uh, Slauson Boy. When I downloaded all of them, I'm like, uh, shit, fuck it, let's just listen. And I just, the further I got into it, man, the more I loved his music and I loved his message. But then, on top of that, when I'm listening to his music, and then I'm, 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 I'm doing, I ain't gonna say I'm just sitting down just researching the man, but I'm I'm just seeing what he does in his real world. And next thing you know, they, I'm, I'm, I'm reading in it, and, and he didn't bought the, the store where he used to, where he grew up, where he grew up at, on Slauson and, and Crenshaw. He bought the store and put his own clothing store there. Then he went on and bought the whole plaza out and was was planning to put a barbershop and a restaurant and all these different things in that plaza. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, forget him. Like, I'm going to tell you the video that really, that made me think that he was different. I watched the video when he was 19, 20 years old, which was over 10 years ago. Like, this was last year when I was watching these videos and I'm watching them and I'm like, this kid at 19, 20, maybe 21 years old, he was like, Man, I don't want to buy a whole lot of chains and cars that that devalue as soon as you drive them off the lot. I want to buy some assets. I want to buy some property. And I'm like, oh, just a 19-year-old talking like this, 20-year-old talking like this. Not only was he talking like that, but then to see 10 years later that those things that he actually was talking about at that age, he was actually doing. He was putting it back into his community to talk. Like I said, to talk. You hear a lot of people say how they want to, give back to their community and do certain things for, for for their people, but this guy was doing it. <laughs> like, 
he bought back the block. Like, Rick Ross was telling us to buy back the block. Nipsey bought back his block. So, it was just everything, man. Like, like for, for him to do that, man, to buy back the spot where he grew up at, where he was hustling at, where at one point him and his brother were selling T-shirts across the street from him, and the police came and took everything and told him, if I see y'all out here again, I'm going to take y'all to jail. And so they asked the police officer, like, what can we do? And that man said, if you want a, if you want a business, then go go start a legitimate business and, and get the space. Then a few months after that, man, they, they go buy the store right across the street where his store, where the Marathon store is located. They go buy that store. The police come back, that same police officer, and they ask him, like, they thought that the police officer was going to be happy for him. And the police officer mad at him, like, y'all niggas ain't shit. Like, so what? We're going to catch y'all. Like, I don't think y'all understand how inspiring it, it is for that man and his brothers and his business partners and whomever else that was in his circle, in a circle, that was getting these things done, man. That is inspiring to me. Like I said, y'all are never like well, y'all will at some point understand how inspiring he was to me because I have some things working out, man. But just just understand, man, that dude he he affected me. In a way that that a lot of people don't like, actually nobody, because y'all don't hear me talk about no stars. Y'all might hear me say this guy's my favorite rapper or something, but I don't speak about rappers or NBA players or stars. And I just look at them like they know people, because to me they are. But this dude, man, it he inspired me, and I promise y'all, um, in the near future, man, I plan on. Hopefully, I can show y'all exactly how he inspired me because he got me to do some things that that <laughs> he got me to do some things, man. That um that I've always talked about doing, but since I've been a fan of him, man, I actually started putting those things into motion, man. I actually got some things actually um down and in and and in the dirt now, so. Man, I said all that, man, to say this loss hurt. Um, it hurt on an unexpected level. Um, just like his past, man, it was just so unexpected, and, and this hurt me on an unexpected level. This man inspired me to... Um, <laughs> man, he just inspired me, man. It took me... I, I cried, I... Like I said, man, it was unexpected, man, to 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 hear that news about that man that was doing so much positive. That was that everybody that you that you hear um, speak about this man. It's all positive, even down to the LAPD. Like, <laughs> how often do you hear the police police <laughs> come out and talk about? That they were all shocked and 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 this gonna affect them as well as it affect us. So just understand, man. Um, it took me a few times to do this, man, because I didn't know how to do it. Like it was just one of them things that I was like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna get through this because um, I I just didn't know how to get through it, yo. I'm going to tell y'all the honest God truth, man. It was just a a tough one to take. It's it's really tough to take 
Um, it's really tough to understand. But um, I need you to understand, um, and I'm so... I, I, I hate that I never got a chance to meet him. I hate that I never got a chance to, to tell him. Um, but... Man, just man, we lost a good man. We lost lost a good man and his energy will um his energy uh, will will definitely will definitely live on. Um uh, so man, rest in power, Nipsey Hustle. Uh, long live Nip. Gotta say, man, the marathon continues. Man, it's <laughs> it's tough, man. Um, and all I'm gonna say, man, is when we get into this, man, I, man, it like I said, man, it's just a it's a tough pill to swallow, man. When you lose somebody that um, that meant so much to to so many people, it it, it truly, 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 truly. Truly sucks, so. I, like I said, man, I will, will. We definitely gonna get through it. It ain't like it's the end of the world. It's definitely not the end of the world, so don't, don't, we're not gonna act like that, but to lose that man, um, no, it is. It's gonna take all of us to 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 band together and get this right, man. So it's only right that I that I end this with uh, one of my favorite songs from him, man, off the Victory Lap album, man. This song really got me. <laughs> this song really made me get up off my ass, man, and do a couple things. Like I said, he got me to do some things that that um that I've always wanted to do. So. Nip, man, again, man, rest in power. We love you. We're going to miss you. And um, yeah. Fresh out the county with nothing. No, 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 no,
take responsibility for for just senseless nonsense man like i'm not gonna put this on um on no government man when when a, when a black man kills another black man like man i got into a conversation the other day with someone uh and we were just talking man and 
I asked her a few questions, man. Like, uh, of course, I talked about I don't believe in the conspiracy theory bullshit or whatever. I asked her about that, and we had a conversation about that. I asked her about, man, what's our culture, our so-called culture that we that we love to throw that word out there. But what is our culture? Because to me, a little bit, man, like across the world, not in just this Nipsey Hussle situation, man, our culture is filled with a whole lot of dumb shit. It's filled with a lot of dumb shit. Black men taking lives from black men, people hating on people, don't want to see the next one succeed because if they succeed, it somehow puts you down and bullshit, all that dumb shit. What is our culture? I really like I'm I'm dying for someone to to tell me what our culture is. It's black people. Because when I was talking to her about about this entire situation with the Nipsey situation, man, she was like, You don't believe that the government had anything to do with this? I'm like, no. This is just a just some dumb shit. A black man ran up on another black man and killed him. In his own hood, it wasn't like Nipsey Hussle was somewhere at a big time hotel or something. No, he was at home. He was at home when this happened. So no one believed the government conspired to kill him. And I'm hearing people talking about the government. I'm like, what are y'all talking about, T? So we're not going to take no, like as a community, we're not going to take no responsibility for this. We're not going to take no responsibility for, for one black man killing another black man. It happens every day. In Memphis, in Nashville, in 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 California, in Chicago, in Florida, everywhere across this nation, black men are killing black men. And you want me to believe this specific incident was the government going to tell one black man to go kill another black man? I'm not gonna give them that. We gotta wear that. We have to wear that. We have to wear that shame that one black man when he killed another black man. We can't put everything on the government, man. And she was like I said, we were talking, and she was just like, "Man, it's deep rooted. It goes back so far." Yeah, I know. I know all that. You don't don't preach to the choir to me. I know all of it. I know that that we deep rooted in slavery, and that we that they pit black men and black people against each other. That. That 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 they, they they taught us to hate each other, but it's like at this point, at this point, we're gonna still roll with it. So we don't know better at this point. We don't know better that it's not good to kill each other, that it don't help us, that it only makes everybody else out on the outside from us look at us like they stupid as fuck. Like we don't know that now. Cause I do, and I know a whole lot of other people that do. Like, it, it, it's mine, but, like, the fact that we, that, 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 that like, okay, let me, let me say this. I get it that you want to, like, you want to blame something. I get it. But that, the government, man, blame, blame, who's blame is blame that particular man, that individual, his name, I don't even want to say his name, man. It's he, just, I don't want to say his name, but that individual made a decision to take the life of that man. I'm not going to let nobody else hold that hold that 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 pain or that um just hold that besides him. He did that. Nobody else conspired to to do that. That was him. He made that decision. 
So all these conspiracy theories, man, y'all got to stop, man. It's just, just like, just like it is, and like I said, in all these other cities and 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 states where black men kill black men, man, this is what this was: stupid, senseless violence that could have been resolved. Like simple as that, could have been resolved. But we lost somebody that was near and dear to us. And like I said, I know that man personally, but he 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 was near and dear to me. And I, it, this is nobody else's fault but our own. And and until we start taking responsibility for that, like I I started to watch Brother Polite talk about it, and I like come on man, everything I'm not gonna sit here for the rest of my life and blame the government for everything. Oh, where the documentary, Dr. CB, man, he they didn't want that documentary to come out. And I got and I had a conversation with a guy about this, and he was talking about. It. I'm like, I and I, he was talking. I was just letting him talk. He thought he was sounding smart, man. The government don't like Dr. CB. They killed him, and Nipsey was about to do the documentary, and they don't and they killed him, and they don't want us to know better. And I'm sitting there looking at him, and when he got out, just let him get it out. And when he finished, I was like, I said, you got a phone, right? He was like, yeah. I said, you realize it'll take you five seconds to go look up Dr. CB. And everything Nipsey was about to tell you in that documentary, you can go look it up yourself. It'll take you five seconds to do it. You can go to YouTube and look at countless number of videos of Dr. CB or Dr. CB, however you pronounce his name. You can look at countless number of videos of him telling you out his own mouth. There's plenty of writings out there that you can look up on Google where you can go read about this man. So stop that. So stop trying to convince me that the government don't want you to know when it'll take you five fucking seconds to get your phone out, type in, type in Dr. S, and I promise you his name going to pop up. And anything that you want to know about that guy, you can find out for yourself. And he was like, no, but it's different. How is it different? So what was it going to be different from Nipsey telling you and you going to look the shit up yourself? It's no different, my nigga. Stop trying to blame everything on somebody else, man. Take responsibility for your goddamn self. That's what hurts. It's like we we and there's man, I'm sitting here and every black person I to talk to, almost every one of my talk to about is it, like it's all the like, bros. Y'all got man. We don't take responsibility for nothing. Whenever something bad happens to us, it's somebody else's fault. We don't talk about. Like, if somebody gets fired, like, they don't talk about, oh, man, they, the white man just wanted to fire me. They wanted, they didn't want me to work there and da 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 And I'm like, but you didn't talk about the, how you was late 10 times. And they warned you. Say, hey, don't be late. We can't have you coming in here late. Fuck the being late. Oh, no, they should just overlook that. They don't, man, this, man, I was only 10, 15 minutes late. But, bro, you, you got a job to do, bro. Be there on time. So, man, like, I... Man, <laughs> like I said, man, like we as a people, man, we, we got to start taking responsibility for ourselves. And I promise you, man, if anybody out there that hears this wants to talk about our culture, whatever our culture is, and I'm not saying that we don't have one, to help me understand what it really, really means. Help me. Because the culture that I want is a culture that I try to do a, a 
around the people that's around me. I try to uplift the men that's around me. I try to uplift the women that's around me. I try to support. I try to love. I try to show them compassion when it needs to be. I don't hate on nobody. I don't. If you doing good, man, bro, more pro, man, prosper, my nigga. Because the reason I want you to succeed, man, is hopefully if I'm close enough to you, some of them blessings that you might get, your cup may overflow, man, and just a drop of those blessings, man, might fall up on me. That's what I'm hoping for. I want you to succeed. If you need me to do anything to support you and help you move your movement or or, or whatever you're doing, you need me to help you move it forward. You need me to help you promote it. You need me to help me to do different things for you. I'm with you. I'm never going to be like, man, that nigga ain't going to do it. Man, man, no. Mm-mm-mm. I'm with you. If I, if, I, if I dig your movement and I dig what you're doing and I, and, and, and I think it's a positive thing that you're trying to give back and help, man, I'm with you. Now, if it's something I don't agree with, then no, I'm just not going to involve myself. And I'm not going to hate on you, but I'm just not going to involve myself with it. But trust and believe, man, the people that surround me, man, I try to support. And anyway, if they ask me to do something, I'm there for them. If I can do it, man, I'm going to help them people. So if that's the culture that we speak about, then that's what I'm a part of. But all this other dumb shit that we do, because I, I do understand that we do a lot of dumb shit. And I accept that part of us too, but I also call that shit out when I see it too. No, I ain't going to, man, hell no, I'm not going to be involved with that dumb shit. Fuck this and fuck, mm, mm-mm. let me stay my ass where I'm at. <laughs> That ain't for me, cause that ain't that ain't the type of energy that I want to put out into the world. So I'm gonna stay away from that. So for me, anybody that hears this, anybody, I, I truly would love to have that conversation. Like, and we can have that conversation on this platform anytime you want. Tell me what our culture is. I'm not going. I'm not going to debate you whether we got one or not because I do feel like that there is a culture in some in some light. But I need you to tell me, I need somebody to explain to me what it entails in its totality. Don't give me, don't give me the sweet part of it. I need you to give me all of it. And unless you want to give me all of it, then I don't need to have this conversation with you. Unless we're going to sit up and talk about the good and the bad and even how we can, how we can improve the good and how we can try to come up with a plan to get this bad right. Because I ain't going to sit here and act like I got the answers because I don't. But what I do have is a good heart, man. I want to see everybody, especially, I want to see everybody win. But especially people that look like me. I have a, I have a legitimate spot for people that look like me. I've purchased clothes and like everybody talking about buy black, man. I've done that for years. I don't publicize it. I don't have to talk about it. I've been buying pullovers and T-shirts and, and watches and from black-owned companies. Been doing that. And I'll continue to do it because it ain't for air. Like, I don't have to tell everybody that I do that. I don't. I just do it. Because it makes me feel good to see him win. You can ask Mario Bradford, uh Grove Hero. I done bought shirts from him before. Off the muscle. Did nobody have to convince me this years ago. I mean, that's Father Figure, man, the guy uh, uh, who owns Father Figure. I done bought pullovers for me and my son from him. These are black-owned companies that I support and I'll continue to forever. I want to see them win. It ain't about me. It ain't. 
So stop with the conspiracy theories, man. Let's take ownership for our bullshit, and let's try to improve our bullshit. So, yeah, let's try to improve our bullshit, man. Again, man, rest in power to the great brother, Nipsey Hussle, man. I will play y'all another song. I'm pretty sure by the end of this podcast, y'all will hear another Nipsey song. I promise you that. But right now, man, I got to get into, um, I just skipped around, man, but I, I got to get into this unusual thought of the uh, of the week, man, and I'll be right back at you. Yo, we are back. Man, I know, I know, I know. I missed a week. Shoot me in the head. Whatever. I know. I apologize, man. I had some things going on, but I missed a week. But we are back, man. And um, right now, man, we're going to get right into the um, unusual thought of the week, man. And I think I got a good one for you this week, man, is don't overthink things. Um, in, today's, in today's society, we all have, we all tend to overthink um things for so many reasons, so many different reasons, and one of the main reasons has to be social media. Um, having so many, having so much access to the world with um, with extreme ease sets up unusual feelings of anxiety. Um, and in our community, we don't really talk about anxiety or depression or anything like that, man, but in right now, we need it more than ever. We need to speak about those things, but and I hate to even use the word anxiety because it's um, it's used so much today, and I don't like it because I don't like for people to use it so much now. Because I'm a man of if you do have these anxieties and you do have this depression and you do have these things that are holding you and that are binding you, I need you to do the work before you get to, before you come out and just start speaking about it. Don't come out and tell me that I have anxiety, but I and then I ask you, I'm like, man, have you done any work to try to ease your anxiety? And you tell me no. Because when you put it out on social media, it's not going to do anything but raise your anxiety because it's so much, so many people out there that's going to think you're lying, that's going to think you're faking, or whatever the case may be, and they're going to raise your anxiety. So I just don't like to use it, but I think it fits in here because of social media. Um, and, 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 and like I said, man, and, all, and honestly, all anxiety is is overthinking. Um, it's just overthinking things, going, trying to go too deep into things, trying to figure out what's what. And, and in reality, you just need to take a, you just need to think about it on the surface. And listen, I understand social media is a huge part of our lives, but it's, but, but disconnecting is so necessary. Um, being on social media, you can find anything, literally anything, whether it's good or bad. And not, most times, you're going to find the bad. <laughs> and um, like I said, that causes anxiety. Um, and we have access to so many. Um, we have that access that can definitely bring you down. Um, the Internet is a terrible place sometimes. It's a terrible place sometimes for overthinkers. Um, it's just, it just is, just call it what it is. When you overthink things, you try to overanalyze things. The internet is a bad place for you to for you to reside at. It's just a bad place. Um, from different posts to random comments, it can drive me insane. Um, if you allow it to. Um, so for me personally, I try to remove myself from certain situations to keep myself from overthinking, or maybe I should just try to say to keep myself from overthinking about shit that doesn't matter. 
because I know that I'm an overthinker. So I wholeheartedly just try to take myself out of shit. So we, so so I won't overthink. <laughs> and like I said, man, and and people that know me, they know I would get off social media for for eight months, a year. I would get off of it just to clear my mind because I need that break. Um, and I don't post silly shit. I don't look at silly shit. Like this past week when people were posting um, the body of Nipsey Hussle. And I'm like, why? People shouldn't see that. That's not a normal thing for you to see. And when you start to see those things, we and we don't want to admit it, man, but I promise you, seeing things like this, seeing people get shot online, seeing people get knocked out online, seeing bloody bodies and things like that, that's not normal. It's not for everybody shouldn't be able to see that. Like, you you, you grow, dis, you desensitize yourself and it fucks with your brain. Like, even though you may not know it and understand it at this moment when it's happening, but it fucks with your brain when, when, you, when you take things like that into your mind, into your body. Like, it, it messes with you. So, for me, um, when you think about things, man, try to think about things. Not everything needs to be thought about on the surface level, but a lot of things need to be thought about on the surface level. And so we we keep ourselves from uh, from from overanalyzing and overthinking things. And when you and I think once we stop doing those things, stop overanalyzing, man, the anxiety levels will come down. They will they will come down dramatic, dramatically. So um, this week, man, I just need everybody to unplug, unplug, and get back in tune with yourself, and get back in tune with the people that's in your immediate life, the people that are that are right around you, because those are the important things in your life. So don't um, don't spend your time wor- worrying about things that. That don't worry about you. <laughs> I'm just saying, like it is. Like, don't spend your time worrying about things that don't worry about you. So, again, um, this is uh, this is my usual thought of the week, man. And I'll be right back at you, unusual. Yeah, 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 yeah. We back, man. As y'all know, man, it's been. I took a week off, so it's been. Uh, I'm gonna touch on a few things that are a little bit old or whatever, but. You know, man, we got a few things to discuss, man. And uh, I know one thing that we got to discuss, man. This 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 very very interesting to me, man. It was it was a unexpected conversation with a with a really really good friend, really really good friend that I ran into, man. But first, the first thing that I want to talk about is, huh? Jussie Smollett, um, Chicago. Man, just throw the whole, throw the whole city away, throw the whole Jussie away, just throw the entire situation away, man. I'm just sick of the entire situation. Um, all the charges have been abruptly dropped. I don't know why, and honestly, I don't give a damn. <laughs> to be quite frank with you, I don't give a damn. So I'm moving on. Straight on over to Cardi B. Cardi B put out a video a few weeks ago um, that said that she drugged and robbed men um, for their money in her past. Um, man, th- this was this was this is this was touching to me because <sighs> the 
Because, uh, of course, a lot of people are like, man, if there was a man that said that, oh, my God, they would have canceled him and blah, 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 and all this dumb shit. And uh, I'm just, I, I don't know how to feel about it, man. My thing with an old video or not, I just don't think, even if she did it, which was wrong, she was dead wrong for drugging men, robbing them, whatever the case may be, just certain shit you just shouldn't put on the Internet. Like, just simple as that. I don't understand why why people want the likes and the comments and the and that attention, and I don't even necessarily think that she was doing it for attention. I just think she was being herself, and she was mad at people for coming at her and saying that she didn't deserve some things, and um, she was just trying to defend herself um, that she didn't, that because people were saying that she didn't earn the spot that she's at now, that she didn't earn it. So she was trying to defend herself, and she said some things that... <sighs> They just shouldn't be said. That's all I can say, man. Yes, she was wrong, man, but we got to get out this mindset or this uh, idea that we have to, uh, that we have, that we can just say anything. Like, I, I really want us to get out of that mindset. Truly, truly do. Um, like I said, I just don't understand when it became cool to talk about crimes in public. <laughs> Niggas would go out here in public today and just talk about their crimes like it's like it's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I did it. So what? What's up? I did it. I'm like, wait a second. Like, that's against the law. Like, you can't come out and just say that. So. It's funny to me. I, I, to be perfectly honest, man, when people do stupid shit like that, it's funny. But in, uh, with her trying to defend herself, um, like I said, she brought up some things that she shouldn't have, and she pretty much admitted to being a hooker, <laughs> a prostitute. Hey, what the old people call it? She was a damn. She was a damn streetwalker. <laughs> Or maybe I should just say a sex worker. Whatever the case may be. Anywho, she just said some things uh, that she did some things for some money that were um, that were wrong, man. Like I said, she was wrong about it. And there's honestly um, nothing else you can say about it. Like, she was wrong. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try to sit here and act like she wasn't uh, when she was. But, man, to go from there, man, I ran into a friend the other day. Well, last week I ran into her at the, she was leaving the gym and I was walking. If uh, she was in the gym and I was, she was leaving the gym and I was walking into the library. So, uh, but I ran into her, man, and this thing, you know, man, we just sat there catching up, man. And we didn't have, we didn't been there for 30, 40 minutes just out there talking. Like just talking and catching up and seeing how she was and how her how her son was and you know, man, and the conversation go to where a lot of conversations go to. Um it, it got on me. <laughs> Cause the guy that she's dating, of course, man, me and him are close, so that's that's my that's my little brother, so the guy that she's with, so uh it, it it got to it came down to me and then she was like y'all are trash y'all are just trash I'm like yeah I know we trash so what <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say like yeah we trash I agree with you on that so um 
but we can grow out of it. So one of her main questions were like, why do y'all cheat? Like, and she, she was looking at me and she was just like, why? Like, help me understand why men cheat. I'm like, I can't completely help you understand it because because uh, you're not a man first and foremost so you're not going to understand some of the stupid shit we do and but I need you to understand I'm like so you're not going to understand what we do but I need you to understand that it's not about women it's not about y'all it's not about my woman and what she did or didn't do or what she does or doesn't do it's, it's not I promise you it's not about y'all and she was like but what the hell you what the hell you mean it ain't about us? I'm like, it's not about the woman that I'm with, the reason I cheat and she and I laughed and I'm cause I'm laughing because she was serious and I understood that she was serious. Like I know her, so I understand that she's serious about it. And I'm just trying to um I'm just trying to I was just trying to get her to understand that yeah, it's not about y'all, so and I was like <laughs> so I'm laughing and she's like, No, Boogie, I'm serious and I'm like I said, but listen, I said, listen, I said, it's not about the woman when we cheat. Like 95% of the time, it's not about the woman. Seriously, we cheat because it's because of the opportunity. Not because we want to. Um, it's just not, it's not like we wake up in the morning like, man, I'm about to go cheat on my girl today. We don't do that. At least Speaking from personal experience, like I've cheated, duh. <laughs> but speaking from personal experience and the men that's around me that have cheated on their girls, like from personal experience, like we don't wake up like, yeah, but I'm about to go cheat with with such and such. Nah, it's just man, it, it was it was opportunity. It honestly was opportunity, like I see a girl, she fine, she give me a little bit of rhythm. Checkmate. <laughs> no real reason behind it. It's literally no real reason, just the opportunity. And yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's stupid, right? So the fuck what? That's that's the re- that's what it is, though. So I was sitting there and I'm telling her like, so when I when I speak to women about this, and I've spoken to women about this before, like, don't take blame for that because it's honestly it's not about you. It's just because it, it, it's funny that a woman to say, man, men are opportunists, and I'm telling you that when we cheat, it's because of an opportunity. It's no other reason. It's like I said, we don't wake up and be like, yeah, I'm going to hurt my girl today. It's just, I don't want to hurt you, but damn, but she's fine. And I was just telling her, and I was just, and I was explaining to her, like, she was like, but y'all motherfuckers got to grow up at some point. I'm saying, you're right. And I said, we do grow. I said, well, I ain't going to say we. I said, some men grow up at some point. I said, me personally, it, I, it took me, it didn't take me forever to grow up, but I would say around 20, I'm 33. I say around 27. 20, 27, maybe 26, 28, somewhere around there. Um, it was a little bit after I had my son. So it was around 26, 27, somewhere around there where I was just like, shit ain't worth it. And even before that, like, like even with my son's mom, it's like, it's not that I was just sleeping around on her. It was just like, I would just converse with other women. And that's bad in itself. Like, I know that's cheating. And I can agree with this cheating. That even if I'm conversing in an, in an inappropriate way, that's cheating. It doesn't have to just literally mean sex. It can be a lot of different ways you can cheat. So it is I was like around that age, man, I was just like, man, this shit ain't worth it. Ain't none of this shit worth it because it's like you lose something and, and then you be sitting there stuck like, man, that was stupid. And then the then the person that you was cheating on your girl with, 
Like, you can drop her at the drop of a hat because it's like, it don't mean shit to you. It truly doesn't mean anything to you. So it's not a, it's not a, man, I'm going to do this to hurt. Man, man, it's opportunity. And I know it sounds stupid, but I need to understand, like, women, don't blame yourself for that. Don't try to, <laughs> don't try to, oh, my God, I can change them, man. Listen to me, you can't. You can't change nobody. Ain't not, it, you making change other things about your man, like making him be more prompt, making him more open about things. But if you want to fuck with another girl, ain't nothing you can do to change. Or another woman, nothing you can do to change. That comes from within, like I said, because I, like I said, speaking personally, man, it was just a point I got to the point, like anybody that knows me know, number one, I'm not a, I'm not a huge, like people love me. I'm not a people person, but people love me. Like when people meet me, they, I, I don't know too many people that meet me and don't like me. Like, but I'm not a people, like I don't go out of my way to talk to people. I never have and probably never will, <laughs> to be honest. I probably never will because it's just not who I am. I like to be to myself. I like to be with the people that's around me. And that don't mean that I don't like meeting new people because I love, I enjoy meeting new people. But I will meet you, have a conversation with you, and then I go on about my business. Like, I go on unless we just hit it off tremendously and me and you can kick it on a regular basis. But more than likely, I meet you, we kick it, we have fun, we talk, and then I move on. So, I, I like, and that don't mean, like, I'm, I'm I, I like people, um, and like I said, I enjoy meeting new people, but I don't always have to be in the middle of everything. Like, I'm more of a, man, I meet you, but then I'm on the outside looking in. So, um, like, people like to say it now, they're the extrovert, like, like, I'm really that, like, I would, anybody knows me, like, if, if, if I'm not by myself, I'm with my son. Like, that's how I, that's how I operate. Like, I'm, I love to be with him. And I like to be by myself. Like, because it, it just, people, man, it's not that I don't trust people. Well, some people I don't trust, but it, it, it's, every time I've ever cheated, just to call it what it is, man, it's just been a, a, a thing of opportunity. Like, I can remember one time I was walking up the steps and some girl was walking down and my girlfriend was with me and her boyfriend was her, was with her. And we was in the same, we lived in the same apartment building. So she was walking, I stayed on the third floor, she stayed on the second. And I said, I was walking up to mine and she was walking down from hers and we was like, damn. Like, I knew her from around, but I didn't, I didn't know her like that. I just knew her a little bit. And she, I'm like, damn, I forgot how fine she was. See, a few months later, bro, I was, it was just opportunity. It was just, shit, she right there, it's quick, boom, let's do it. <laughs> like, it's nothing that my girl at the time wasn't aware, like, was or wasn't doing. And this was super long ago, like, super long, like, this was so long ago. So, it is, I need women to understand, like, don't, don't beat yourself up over it because it's honestly nothing that you can or can't do. It's just... If a man is ready to settle down, like I said, for me at this point, man, I was like 27, 20, about, like I said, about 27, people, like women, and I only deal with black women. I really only talk to black women. I love y'all to death, like with my whole heart, like every piece of my six, seven, two 250 pound self, I love black women. But y'all motherfuckers get on my nerve. <laughs> we y'all get on my nerve. But I can't, I, I wouldn't have it no other way. So, 
for me, man, trying to talk to two, three, four women at a time, man, is nerve-wracking. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I tell women all the time now, I don't want to talk to you, period. Like, leave me alone. Oh, you so rude and so mean. Okay. I just don't want to talk to you. It's not that I can't talk. I just don't want to talk to your ass. Period. <laughs> like, I, it's not me trying to be mean, but like, if I tell you, if you, like, because now, like I said, I'm third, like, I'm older, like, I'm always by myself, so I go out and eat places and things like that, and women trying to talk to me, and then I'll turn them down and be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. Oh, you scared of this pussy? Yep, I am. I'll be scared of it. <laughs> I'm scared of it. I ain't got nothing to prove to you, lady. Oh, man, you, man, man, your girl got you on lockdown. Yep, she sure do. I ain't got a woman in sight. Good and single. Good and single. Like, all the way single. Ain't a woman in sight. But, yep, she got me, boy, man, man, she got me shook. I don't even need to be talking to you right now. So what? Man, man, she gonna find out about this and gonna be on my ass. So, no, yep, she got me shook. Man, I, 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 don't, I don't want no problem. So for me, it's like when women do that, and it's like it, it, if you come at me and then I tell you I don't want to do it and I'm all type of scared this and scared that. And like I said, it, it's just talking to, to multiple women at this point in my life, I can't do it. My nerves are too bad. My, my, my patience is too thin. I'm quickly to tell a person, but I'm done. Don't call me no more. Don't text me. Don't, man, you can unfollow me. I don't care. Me and you don't ever have to talk again. Because I tell women now, if if I do want to converse with you, it's not about sex for me. It's not about, I can get, I can get sex whenever I want to. Trust me. I, that ain't nothing for me to go get. But if I'm talking to you, then just talk. Just have a conversation about anything, anything that you want to talk about. It may be something that I want to talk about. It may be something that happened in the world. Let's just talk. Don't get me wrong. Sex is cool. Like I love sex. If I could get it every day, I would. But that's not at, that's not at the top of my list at this point. So talking to multiple women about, like, just talking to multiple women, I just can't do it. And I don't care to do it. I don't desire to do it. And I think men get to that point at some point, but that man has to get there. And I don't want women to try to take responsibility for getting that man there because you can't. Like, just call it what it is. I'm not going to sit up here and sugarcoat it. You can't get him there. He won't get there until he's ready to get there. So, that's what I got to say. <laughs> that's just what I had to say about that, man. And uh, going from that, man, like, um, uh, something happened in the NFL a couple weeks ago uh, with the NFL rule change, the, uh, the, the, the owners... The owners, uh, not the owners, but the, the coaches um, changed the rule, man. They're going to change. They're going to test something out for a year about pass interference um, offensively and defensively. Whether it's called or not called, they can challenge it. They get two challenges, two challenges a game. And I think at the end of the first quarter, not the first quarter, but the end of the first half and the end of the game, the last two minutes, the, the booth can challenge those plays where the um, – whether it's uh whether it's a passing offense or not. And uh for me I'm gonna tell you the truth. I don't think this rule will benefit coaches the way that they think it will. Um they took one incident last year in the New Orleans game. 
the New Orleans, who are they playing? Who are they playing? Saint, uh, not St. Louis, I always say St. Louis, but the Los Angeles Rams, they took their one play and they magnified it. Which, like I said, I understand it was definitely a pass in offense, whether that ball was catchable or not. Definitely a pass in offense, but they took their one possession and they magnified it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. It's going to hurt a lot of defenses because at this point, like on every play, a DB going to grab, a DB going to push a little bit. Like at this point, if you read the rule book, by the letter, like a DB or a cornerback can't even arm bar. Like if you arm bar wide receiver, that's a personal, like that's a pass interference. And it's like, well, damn. Like what can I do as a defender to try to, what can I do as a defender to do my job? Because at this point I feel like if I breathe on a nigga too hard, then it's a pass interference. And like I was telling some of my homeboys, man, them talk about it, I was like, Man, if I'm a coach at the end of every half, if I got the ball, I'm just throwing a Hail Mary. I'm throwing as deep as I can. And nine times out of ten, I should be able to get a flag. Oh, no, they can't challenge it after the two minutes. Yeah, the booth can. And y'all want the call to be right, don't it? On every Hail Mary, somebody get held. Every Hail Mary, somebody get pushed or grabbed or whatever the case may be. Man, give me my flag. Put me on the one-yard line and give me as close as I can. If I can't get a touchdown, damn it, I can get three points right before the half. I just think that it's a, it's a, they magnify something that, that I understand why they did it, but I think for these coaches, it's going to harm them in the long run. Well, and, and then on top of that, the game is going to slow down tremendously. The game is going to slow down so bad, and it's just going to be a lot of, just a lot of bull crap. So, I don't, I, I y'all know I'm not the biggest NFL um, fan, but I do watch. I love the NFL. Um, I'm just not the biggest fan. So this, this uh, I, I don't know how this going to play out. Um, this week, man, um, OBJ was introduced in Cleveland. So he seems to be uh, happy and, and ready to roll with that. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them play. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them play. That's all I can say about that. Of course, um, Antonio Brown is out there in um, Oakland. He's ready to roll. Um, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be just say this, man. I think the NFL season this year is gonna be fun. Um, just to say the least. I think the NFL season will definitely be entertaining this year. Um, I'm really I'm I'm actually looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to it to see um, how things how things pan out because the Cowboys have made some good moves. Um, the Patriots have made a couple moves. You know, it's little things the teams are doing right now, and they're just prepping up. Um, a lot of new coaches around the league, so they're prepping up um, for the new year. So, you know, that's, that's just my little NFL take. And to go over the basketball, man, um, the Portland Trailblazers a couple of weeks ago, um, Nurchik uh, broke his – a gruesome leg injury, man. I think he broke everything in his lower leg. Tibula, fibula, just broke everything, man. And um, I got to say, man, have a – man, uh, it's not going to be a speedy recovery, so I'm not going to say that. But, um, man, get well. Um, I, I, he's a young guy. I'm a big guy, but he's a young guy. So I hope you can uh, fight through this, um, come back stronger, come back better, come back smarter. Um, it was just a freak accident, man. Something he's done a thousand times. Jump up in there, come down and 
break his break his leg. So, um, such a good player, man. It was very very vital to the Trailblazers' success. And um, right now, man, the Trailblazers are they are of course they're in the playoffs, but uh, they were having a really really good year quietly. They were having a really really good year. CJ. Dame, Nurture, they were having a really, really good year. Now, uh, CJ went down with a knee injury. Now, Nurture went down. So, um, not sure how, uh, how 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 the rest of this year gonna play out. Of course, there'll be, uh, of course, there there'll be in the playoffs. But I'm not sure how this gonna play out because, like I said, when you lose um, a guy that that meant that much to their team, it, it's definitely gonna affect them. So, uh, I'm, I'm hate that for the hate that for the organization, hate that for him, hate that for that team. Uh, but you know they 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 still have to move on. And right now, man, they're still number four in the West with uh, fifty and twenty eight record. Man, it's just quietly got fifty wins. Like this, this pretty had a hell of a year, just to say the least, man. They had a hell of a year. So, uh, prayers up to him, man. Just um, I hope you get back. Sooner than later, uh, and okay, this, we already here. So, man, last time we really got dug into the NBA season, man, it was it was a couple about a, it was a few weeks ago, and things in the East are honestly looking about the same at this point. Except the only difference in the East at this point is that um, Orlando is in the eighth spot instead of Miami. Miami went on a two game uh, losing streak. And they drop down to number nine. They are a half a game back from the Orlando Magic. Uh, Brooklyn is in the seventh seed. Detroit is up there. Indiana surprisingly is uh, man. Indiana losing Oladipo, and for that team to still be in the fifth slot, man, is is amazing to me. And they're tied uh, uh, with Boston for the for, with the same record, forty seven and thirty two. Boston beat them, so Boston um, in the fourth spot. You got Philadelphia uh, at three, Toronto at two, Milwaukee with the best record in the league at um, at number one in the East. Um, Milwaukee is a really, really good team. Really, really good. Um, I'm interested to see how they how they play in the uh, in the playoffs. Uh, with Giannis, I know he had a knee injury this year, ankle injury as well, so we're looking for. I'm looking forward to seeing how they operate throughout the the postseason because Boonholder has has them guys playing hellacious defense, and the offense is uh, is is pretty good. They run a lot of stuff through Giannis. Uh, he he initiates a lot of offense. So you know it's gonna be interesting to see them play. Um, as far as the, the the playoff hunt, it's like three or four more games left. Uh, right now, let me see. Miami, the thirty-eight and the thirty-eight and forty. So that's seventy-eight games. So they have four more games, and they're half game back. Um, half game back. Um, of, uh, of Orlando. Orlando was thirty-nine and forty. So they have three more games. So we'll have to see how that plays out. I don't think it's either going to be uh, Miami or 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 Orlando in the playoffs. So. Um, I think everybody else set in stone. I don't think Charlotte gonna make a run, of course, and nobody else is gonna make a run. As far as the only team that has a possibility of making sneak into the playoffs is the Charlotte Hornets, um, but I don't think they're gonna do it. Um, 
you know, Kimba is having a hell of a year. Everybody else in the East has already been ruled out. Um, to go from there, man, we're going to go out to the West. Go out to the West side. Let's see here. We got, oh, well, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at it. And as of right now, um, the playoff picture, the eight teams are already set. Um, everybody else, uh, uh, Sacramento, Minnesota, Los Angeles, New Orleans, Memphis, Dallas, and Phoenix are all ruled out. They have no chance of making it to the playoffs. The only thing that can happen in the Western Conference playoffs is seeding. Um, and y'all know, man, you go on a one game, you go on a two, three game losing streak in the West, you can be, you can go from number three to number eight, hell. Oklahoma did that recently. Like, they dropped, they were number three or number four. And now they had, they had dropped all the way down to number eight. And now they're in the seventh spot. Um, they're in the seventh spot. San Antonio at eight. The Clippers are number six. Utah is number five. Like I said earlier, the uh, Portland is number four. The Rockets are number three. Denver is number two. And they're fighting for, um, well, I think, well, they're one and a half game back now because... Golden State put an ass whooping on them the other night. And Golden State is in the first spot. Uh, I think Golden State is still the best team in the league. I think they've had the lapses this year. Excuse me. I think they've had the lapses this year. But I think that they are going to be, they are the favorite to still win um, the championship. Now, I'm going to speak about the Lakers for a quick second. Who has been a hell of a year for the Lakers, man? They got LeBron in all season. And, uh... They got LeBron in the offseason, and I thought it was going to be um, – I thought they were going to make the playoffs. I did uh, – I thought it was going to be like the 7 or, or the 8 seed. Um, so, that was just – when they got him, I said, man, LeBron is good enough to get them a few more wins. To, I thought he was good enough to at least get them into the playoffs. That was, that was my thought process behind it. Um, but – all he did was they have. I think they have the exact same record. They may win one or two more games than they did last year, and the games that LeBron played in this year, they were a whopping twenty-eight and twenty-seven. <laughs> so they were one game over five hundred um, with LeBron in the lineup. So he didn't make that big of a difference. Of course, he had the numbers. Yeah, I think he averaged like twenty-seven, eight, and eight this year. Um, his numbers don't impress me. Just, just that's just me though. Um, but LeBron, man, and it's so much stuff going on around the, around the organization, man. Like with, uh, like I said, with LeBron, but then so many injuries happened this year. Rondo missed a few games. Kuzma missed games. Brandon Ingram missed games. They were all missing like 10, 20 games apiece. And one Lonzo Ball missed games, and just to quickly touch on him for a second, Lonzo Ball, um, one of the Co-founders of the brand, Big Baller Brand, um, Alan Foster stole um, $1.5 million from Lonzo um, out of his business business and personal accounts. And Lonzo was smart enough to catch it. And he has disassociated himself with the Big Baller Brand, even going as far as to get his Big Baller Brand tattoo covered up with uh, with a pair of dice. Um when I think about it, I think it's a good move. I think that he needs not to not to 
whole not to to diss his father or anything, but to be your own man, I think he did the right thing. I think this will benefit him in the long run. Um, I'm not saying if or if he should sign with somebody else, should he? That's none of my business. And I just think him making a decision to disassociate himself and make some decision on his own, I think it would be a good thing for him. So, shout out to Lonzo. Get healthy, young man, because um, the Lakers were, uh, you know, he had some ankle injuries in his first two years, and they were questioning whether his injuries were a direct reflection of the shoes that he wore in a big baller brand. So, um, like I said, man, um, I think it's a good move for him. Adam Foster, who is a known criminal, um, spent some time in prison uh, um, for, what was it for? It was for um, scamming people, pretty much, stealing money. Um, pretty much what he was doing. So he stole some money and st- we've been stealing money from people for a long time. So, so they, they, they're breaking the brand down and well, LeVar said the brand is not over. They're just going to get Allen out of there and keep it in the family. So, you know, um, shit happens, man. I, I feel bad for Lonzo. I feel bad for Lonzo for losing his money, but for him to recognize it and uh, and to get it taken care of, man, that's that shows me that he pays attention to things. So, I know it all work out, and um, he signed with, with who, who knows, probably maybe Nike. But like I said, it's none of my business. It doesn't matter to me. Um, but I just want him to get healthy and get back on the floor and um, show that he does belong in his league because I think he does. Now, to go from him to LeBron, um. This year, man, LeBron has it's been a it's been a it's been an up and down year to say the to to say the least. Um, they were in the fourth spot going into the Christmas game, uh, which where they played the Golden State Warriors, and he hurt his groin. They were in the fourth spot now. Do I think they would have stayed there? Like I said, no. I thought they would have ended up in seven or eight, but. Hurt is going set out for 18 games. Yeah, 18 straight games. Set out for 18 straight games. And he finally came back and played one game, then set out another, then played one game, set out another. But, you know, then he starts saying the low management and all those things, which is fine. And what I'm getting at is that recently his personal, like a doctor came out um, and said that LeBron James should have set out six months with the amount of damage to his groin. And as soon as I saw it, I laughed. I was like, my goodness, this dude tries to control every single thing around him in order to not take responsibility. It's like, it's actually funny. Like to 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 come out at the most random time towards the end of the year when they said that yeah, um, he's not gonna play for the rest of the, for the remainder of this season because they have nothing to play for. They're technically out the playoffs, so they have nothing to play for. So we're just gonna sit him down and for them for this to come out 
it's it's funny to me because he don't have to say that. Like we all know that you hurt yourself, and y'all were in the fourth spot, and you know, you hurt yourself, and y'all took a slide down, and you weren't yourself again because you were a little bit hurt. So you don't have to come out and tell us that we already know. Now we're still gonna hold you accountable, but we do know that you was injured. It's the same thing that he did in the playoffs last year. With uh, at the end of the playoff, not playoff, but the end of the finals, he came out and had a whole cast on his hand. I'm like, oh, my hand was broke. What? <laughs> you, LeBron, what are you talking about? Your hand was broke, bro. You realize that your hand? You say your hand was broke, but you didn't have to have no surgery. All summer long, your hand was broke, but you didn't have to have no surgery. Like, bro, we're not stupid. So, he just tries to control the narrative, and it and it and it sucks because he shouldn't have to do that. Um, and 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 for anybody out there that's gonna try to say, oh well, he didn't have nothing to do with, uh, he didn't have anything to do with, with that that doctor coming out saying that. And I'm like, man, if you for one second and he's sixteen, seventeen years in the league, if you for one second think. That I believe that uh, that LeBron didn't have anything like, like it's just random to just come out and he didn't have anything to do do with it. You're not gonna make believe believe that. I'm gonna call you bull. I'm gonna call you bullshit on that. Seventeen years, nothing ever came out about him. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> the doctor just randomly comes out with this entire thing. Like like I said, man, like I don't I, I'm 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 a I'm a fan of the game before I'm a fan of any individual player and I appreciate LeBron for what he's done, but I also call bullshit when I can call bullshit and I feel like he doesn't have to do these things because it's it, he don't need to. Um he just truly, truly doesn't need to do these things. Uh, plain and simple. So, uh, I think that's all I have to say about that, man. Um, this week, man, it's been, man, it's a long episode, man. By far, by far, the longest episode that I have ever done. Um, and I have to say, man, I, I'm good with it, man. I, I feel good. Um, again, man, I have to say, man, uh, shout out to, uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, rest in power, uh, uh, King, rest in power, um, everything that you left with us, man, we will, uh, personally, I'm only speaking for myself, man, I will keep with me and I will, um, continue to, um, take heed to your words, so. Um, I told y'all, man, that y'all y'all gonna get some old Nipsey Hustle. I don't care what y'all say about it, but man, I just want to end it with this, man. And um, like I do every week, man, I have to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me ramble on about a little bit of nothing every week. I appreciate it, man. If y'all have any um any comments about anything, man, please reach out to me at Prisoner of War Ten at uh, Prisoner of War 10 on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you can just type my name in 
on Facebook and find me, man. Any comments, man, please leave it. Please ask questions, whatever you want to do. Um, I'm here for it. So, um, again, man, you can fit in. Just be unusual when you do it. Rest in peace, Nip. I don't stress out, nigga. Fuck my chest out, nigga. Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga. Get it right or you get left out, nigga. Look, playing pocket, my cassette loud, nigga. I remember feeling like a stepchild, nigga. I would hate to see my mama stressed out, nigga. Black salmon, tell me poke your chest out, nigga. I could die the damn made the set proud, nigga. And I could fly away, but I respect vows, nigga. Used to always say I make the whole world feel us. Now I'm on a tour around the whole world, nigga. Paparazzi waiting at my hotel, nigga. Smoking while I'm driving, that's with no else, nigga. 20 bands a month, just for your bills, nigga. Princess cut diamonds up in your grill, nigga. That smile in every camera and show your trail, nigga. You feeding what you want, cause that's your kill, nigga. And through the darkest days, I was like, oh well, nigga. West side neighborhood against the whole world, nigga. I'm stressed out, nigga. Fuck my chest out, nigga. Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga. Get it right or you get left out, nigga. Nah, I never fold under mental pressure. I get better, ain't no code to y'all misconception. I'm just special, it's the old to my intersection. May God bless and save my soul from its imperfection. I can't measure with a number all these niggas resting. But it's a lot, and you that young and witness life and death. You shell shot, but ain't no tears involved. Except it all, it's out of where we Now every 12 months you live, another year you walk. Hindsight is 2020, that was really God. Cause looking back, it ain't no reason why we ain't get caught. Mission after mission, we was tripping. Me and baby both the fats and little killer day kitchen. Police in the front, the pistols in the car. When it hit the fan, you get to find out who you are. Nervous as a bitch with sweat dripping out my palms. And think through it though, you got to stay calm. I'll stress out, nigga. Fuck my chest out, nigga. Wait on my shoulder, bring the best out, nigga. Get it right or you get left out, nigga. Listen to this change of beat, man. Y'all can't tell me this dude wasn't good. Listen to this change of beat. He love this type of shit. Yeah. 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 Playing big in my cassette loud, nigga. I remember feeling like the best down, nigga. Now you feel me there, but I'm a threat now, nigga. I'm the one that represent the West now, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 
Again, I'm gonna let that shit ride, man, because he loves his intros and his outros, so I'm gonna let that shit ride. Yeah. Man, I might have to do one more for y'all, man. Like, I might have to do one more for y'all, man. I, I just might have to, man. Uh, yeah, one more. Crash. You know the alibi, 
They start shooting, we were standing by. Ain't see nothing but flare from the talents fly. I wasn't there, I was passing by. Matter of fact, don't say shit, I'm just gonna drop you in the back and slide. That's your weed, all the cash is mine. I take them both to the spot, plus your phone till you back online. Yeah.